0: Okay, wait. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Hey, hey, coming at you loud and proud from a storming and thundering Austin, Texas. It's another edition of Sell Porn or Die Trying. I'm your host, Connor Young. If you don't know me, I am the CEO. I am the co-owner of WhyNot.com, ynot.com and this is my show. If you've been listening to the show, it's still a relatively new show. If you've listened to our past entries in this show, I want to thank you for your support. We really appreciate that. If you're new to the show, welcome. What can you expect from Sell Porn or Die Trying? We talk about the business side of the adult entertainment industry. So this is where we talk about how you can make more money, either with your existing adult business or getting into the adult affiliate game, or if you already are in that game, how you can make bigger payouts, more money. That's the kind of thing we do here. And in order to achieve that, It's a pretty simple formula. What we do is we go out and we find people who represent companies who have been successful, who are successful. We drag them into the show. We put a spotlight on them. We give them maybe a glass of water and nothing else. And then we just like drill them with questions. How do you do this? How do you make more money? And then they take it from there. So that's really what this show is all about. We want to help you be more successful in whatever it is you're doing in the adult entertainment business. Now, our guest this week is actually perfect for that, uh, especially if you're on the affiliate side of the game. We talk with Lexi from Bonga Cash. So really, this is a discussion about the live cam side of the business and how you can profit from that industry. So if if you're thinking about being an affiliate and sending traffic to live cam sites and making money there, you just really want to have the thoughts from a live cam insider on on that side of the business. That's what today's show is all about. And I'll get into more about Lexi here in a moment because I do want to say a few things about her before we uh, get going with the interview. But first, I got to say, hell Yes, the return of live events, it's happening in 2021. We didn't know if it would. It's definitely happening. And I've got some dates for you guys to jot down and add to your calendars right now. So get your pens out or get your phones out so you can put these dates into your calendar and uh, shows to to kind of keep an eye on. First and foremost, a big congratulations to Exotica, who will be coming back in July July 16th through 18th, happening in the city of Chicago. So Exotica, congratulations to those guys. I mean, it's been a long year for them. You know, you can only imagine this is what you do for a living and the global pandemic hits and you can't do shows for a whole year. Uh, That can't have been easy, Uh, but we're glad to see them back. We love those guys. Exotica is like a big, giant expo hall, basically, filled with booths that focus on, um, you know, porn stars and adult companies that that, that are providing products and services for consumers. So it's consumer-focused. Uh, But we like to go there anyway, even though we're more B2B, and walk around and meet with the other companies. We always have a good time. Uh, We always do good business going to Exotica. So that's happening July 16th through 18th in Chicago. Also happening in July, this one is really key if you're in the affiliate side of the business. The European Summit is returning. That will be happening July 2nd through 5th. In Spain, in Marbella, Spain, and again, same thing. These guys put on great shows. The pandemic just hit, and they they couldn't do it in 2020. And we're incredibly thrilled for them that they're actually uh, bringing the show back now in July, and that's happening in Spain. There will be a limited capacity in terms of in-person attendees at the show, so they they aren't going to full capacity like the uh, several thousand people you would you maybe saw at, at the European Summit in 2019 or, or earlier. It will be a little bit more constrained in terms of the live in-person participation. But in order to cover for that, they're doing something new here. They will be doing a hybrid show, meaning you can participate in the European Summit Spain online if if you can't travel out and participate in person. If you can go in person, do it. It's a fantastic show. If you can't, Hey, sign up on their website and participate virtually, theeuropeansummit.com. That's where you get signed up. Now, also related to the European Summit, and this is very cool because it also relates to us here at Why Not. Prague will be happening in September. Uh, that's the Prague version of the European Summit, September 10th through 13th. And the Why Not Awards will be returning in person. I'm breaking some news here. Why Not Awards presented by Certis Finance. In person, September 11th during the European Summit in Prague. And we are incredibly happy to announce that news. We we thought we did a good job with the virtual event last year for Prague. And we had a, a not, well, not for Prague, but for Why Not Awards. And we had a good time hanging out with everybody online. And we all watched a show together. And that was really cool and a very positive experience. Um, but you know what? For something like Why Not Awards, doing it in person is always ideal. That's always what we shoot for. When we created the Why Not Awards here at Why Not, I remember the very first year Jay and I were working on getting that show off the ground. And really from the start, I always kind of envisioned, you know, sort of a prom night for the adult industry. I don't, I don't know how else to call it. I, it was sort of our prom night. Why? Because we get to dress up, find a date if you've got them, bring them out to the show, sit at a table. There's food, there's drinks, there's entertainment. Uh, there's a stage presentation where we have, um, you know, people from the industry being recognized and rewarded for the very very hard work. And we tried to focus that show on the companies that we felt weren't really getting their due attention at the time, especially uh, there really weren't award shows that were focusing on, on the kinds of, of companies that we were focusing on, which is the business side of the adult online business. So this is not a show. A Why Not Awards is not a show that's focused on the talent side. We have the Why Not Cam Awards where we do that. Why Not Awards is B2B. It's it's the businesses. Uh, it's the executives. It's the people who are providing you with hosting services and, and and billing services. It's the the companies that are creating websites and live cam platforms and clips platforms and doing all that technical work. These are the people that we reward with awards at the uh, at the Why Not Awards in Prague. And it's just a fun time. You know, the venue is beautiful. It's at Mayakovsky Hall. It's beautiful. It's It's a good time. That is coming back September 11th in person in Prague. So put that on your calendar. We'll talk about that more on future podcasts. Also happening in July, another Why Not event I'm really pleased to announce is coming back. This one is virtual, though. This is the Why Not Summit that we did last year to great success. We had a good time putting that on, and we're excited to do it again because we got such great feedback from everybody about that show. So that's going to be happening July 7th through 8th, and I know you're thinking, hey, live events coming back. Why are you doing virtual? We're going to be doing this show every year. It doesn't matter that, hey, when the pandemic's long gone, we're still going to be doing this show because it went over so well there's some people who are just in situations where they can't travel and it's an opportunity for them to connect with the industry and to uh, participate in sessions and and, and learn something new and, and make new contacts and they can do it from home they can do it from their their office they can do it from the beach with wi-fi if they want that's the cool thing about why not summit so that's going to be a regular part of the why not events lineup going forward so plan for that that's going to be july 7th through 8th you can register now go to why not summit click the register button you can register for free there are also some ticket options if you'd like to donate to support the show you can do that optionally but if you can't do that you're not in position to do that we still want you at the show so make sure you go over and register to reserve your spot it's really helpful for us when people register in advance it helps us know you know uh, when we're preparing for uh for sessions and 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 activities and all that kind of fun stuff it gives us a, a good idea what to expect so please go register for free uh why not click the link and you will be all set up it's very quick and painful this, I promise you, and your spot will be reserved. You just have to be industry in order to participate. That's the only requirement. Cool. All right. Today, we're talking with Lexi from Cash, And Lexi's not somebody I knew in advance of this this interview with respect to, in other words, I hadn't had any conversations with her in person before this. And so it was fun getting a chance to talk with Lexi and kind of hear what she's all about. And you know what, the thing that really stuck in my mind when I was talking with her, the the one thing that I was just like, wow, uh, that really impressed me above all else is Lexi is clearly somebody who cares about the details. (laughs) And that's rare and important in this business. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you're honest with yourself how much do you care about details the little details the that add up into to something big it's easy for us to kind of get lazy uh you know in, in this business where all right we put something out there that's good enough and i i could tell right away with lexi that that's not the type of person she was she's somebody who cares about the big details and also the little the little details and that's actually a very comforting sign for people who are working with bonga cash to know that they're working with people like lexi who is paying attention and and isn't just kind of nonchalantly uh yeah whatever. Nope. The details matter to her. That's, that's a really good sign. So this was a great interview. We talked about uh, a variety of things that relate to the whole affiliate side of the live cam business. And specifically, I got somebody here who's got firsthand knowledge about which affiliates are successful, what they're doing to be successful, how they're making their money. And we get into all that kind of good stuff. And that's why I think hopefully you'll you'll agree with me. That's why I think this was a wonderful interview with Lexi. And I'm very pleased to share this with you all. So here it is. This is me talking with Lexi from Banga (laughs) Cash. Great. Well, Lexi, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. I know it's a little bit late where you're where you're at, and so I, I appreciate the time flexibility here.
1: Uh, hey Connor, thanks. Uh, first of all, thanks for inviting me to your show. A pleasure to be a guest. And actually, it's a very nice idea to launch a podcast series hope many affiliates and readers of Why Not can find it useful and could try some tips that your guests are giving, maybe catch some new ideas. Most people are stuck uh, in some places because of the pandemic and I've been traveling a a while and many people also work uh, remotely but hopefully uh, it will soon be over and we can see the world and meet at the events.
0: Yeah, I've been saying that for a while now am really it's been almost a year. It's just just crazy uh, with this lockdown and we're really uh, anxious to get back out and see people in person again it's just part of the industry one of the great things we get to do is see people face to face and form those uh, those relationships and those memories so uh yeah, I'm with you. It's, it feels like it's been forever. Um, and for those who don't know you, let's just kind of start off. If you can talk a little bit about your role with Bonga Cash, what's a typical day like for you? What sort of activities do you do for Banga Cash?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I'm an affiliate manager at Bonga Cash. So my main role is to maintain good uh, business relationships with our key partners, helping with everything they need to create comfortable conditions for them. But of course, it's not only what I do for like all day long. I barely know one person who routine whose routine and includes only one type of working activity. Uh, So my typical day starts with checking emails and messages. And I guess it's very similar to basically every person in marketing. Um, Our business is international. People we cooperate with are in different time zones, as we also (laughs) experience with you at the moment, uh, because it's early morning for you and evening for us. Um, I continue receiving some correspondence during the night. So by the morning, there are plenty of messages, and my messengers are always full with different kind of requests, ideas, um, suggestions, questions. Um, so I'm dealing with our partners, integrating with new partners, helping with white labels, uh, post-back integration, checking the quality of traffic um, that our partners send. And if I see, or other managers, if we see that something is not performing well for the partner, uh, we try to figure out the reason, offering um Another to try another G- country, uh, promo tools, sources. Uh, we help with A/B testing, etc. Uh, we care that cooperation must be beneficial for both parties. Uh, for example, if the partner is not satisfied with the results, uh, he or she will stop sending traffic. So we need to create such conditions that our partner will be happy and continue sending traffic during the day. Can also jump on some phone calls. I know most people prefer just to chat, in, chat online uh, nowadays, but sometimes it's also nice and it's easier to discuss some business uh, by just calling. You know, there are some things that are not very easy to discuss uh, by chatting online. That's why trade shows are a b- such a big part of the industry and we really miss them a lot.
0: Yes, indeed, yeah. And, and if someone is trying to reach you, if you have an affiliate who's trying to reach you, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: Well, I guess uh, Skype. Uh, can be the uh, fastest and easiest way. Uh, Also, we have Telegram, uh, which is uh, popular in some countries, but I won't say uh, that in all countries. Uh, ICQ is a bit old-school retro method, but still it works for for us. And email, email is the, not the fastest one, but still like official and yeah.
0: Yeah. I hate email. Email. <laughs> I mean, it's a necessary evil for what we do, but it's uh, it takes up so much of the day, just going through emails and um, and responding to emails and getting the ones out that you don't need to respond to. And it's just uh, if I could nuke email, I would consider doing it, just get it off the planet. But unfortunately it's, it's, it's necessary. ICQ though. I have to say that's something I haven't heard in a long time time our industry probably kept that technology alive for like five years at least longer than um than it should have and to hear that there's people who are still using icq that's great i don't know for some reason that brings a smile to my face it was uh, one of the old original instant message clients for those who don't know what icq is and the adult industry back in the day webmasters affiliates we used to use that all the time before uh, some of the new more modern technologies emerged um so let's uh, i don't know if you can i don't know if you can do this or not but i'm going to try i'd love to make some news about bangakash um here or maybe something interesting that people don't know that's coming up so do you have anything you guys are working on for 2021 any website updates or new developments or anything that affiliates might be excited to hear about that you can share uh here on the show
1: oh uh, well we work constantly on uh updates and we recently announced a new temporary bonus for our models. So since February and during six months, our models uh, can get up to 80% re- revenue share. Uh, it is an awesome deal. And I believe was never used before by other webcam websites. Uh, we are preparing more surprises this year, especially for our affiliates. So stay tuned. We will announce it later because we're not ready yet. <laughs> um, Moreover, for people who are listening to the podcast, uh, we are always uh, open for suggestions. So if you have any ideas how we can improve our website or affiliate program or what kind of bonuses we can launch, just uh, let me know or any of our managers. Uh, We will definitely pay attention to that and consider. Let's talk about
0: affiliates a little bit because that's kind of our our focus of the show. And I want to... I want to start out by asking you this. I've been asking various guests this question to get everybody's perspective, and I'm interested in the state of things for affiliates right now. Can they make money? There are some who say that affiliates can't really make uh, good money with adult anymore. We've heard that you know, from the, the more cynical crowd. You obviously work with a lot of affiliates, so I think you might have a different perspective. What would you say to people who argue that, hey, you just can't make good money as an affiliate anymore? An adult affiliate, I should say.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure that our like, top and key partners will definitely uh, uh, prove that this idea is quite wrong. Uh, probably it is impo- impossible to become a billionaire in one day as many people want but uh, adult is one of the most profitable and stable industries and the 2020 year also proved it while companies working in other niches almost closed their activity what people started using more often since the pandemic of course it was adult websites and i talked to managers of others of cpa networks they also said that interest to other like mainstream offers uh, significantly in- decreased while um while affiliates, their affiliates uh, showed more interest uh, especially in the adult offers and webcam offers so it's not only like word of mouth but also the statistics can show this of every adult product but of course it's sensitive information so we won't reveal it. (laughs) Secondly, things for adult are getting a bit more complicated Uh, with time, I agree with it but there were way less adult product uh, and people were willing to pay uh, money just for having the access to adult product before. So right now, everything is possible to get for free. It makes uh, um, adult marketing a bit more complicated. but still so just placing ad and waiting for money to come is not would be a um, very old fashioned approach so now the goal of affiliate marketer is to search for highly interested uh, audience of the, for the product and this process requires skills time dedication knowledge and testing uh, some methods inventing new schemes new traffic flows and if we are talking about uh, developing of the website or media buying it also requires uh, some financial investments uh, in other words uh, in other words it's quite popular myth to say that uh, adult doesn't bring big, big money anymore uh, but I would say there are two types of people the one who says it and I feel it's who actually um, actually have big money from the adult industry
0: yeah it, it's in terms of everything being free we, we we've had that problem in the industry for a while now idea of charging for video became problematic but that's one of the reasons why as a company why not we were interested in what was going on in the cam world um, you know many years ago and we we put a a strong focus in that particular area we felt that that interaction that happens between uh fans and and models is something that's not really a piratable experience right it's not anything you can throw on a tube site people have to go to a cam site if they want to interact or they have to find certain platforms for that live interaction. So it's no longer just about a visual stimulation, watching something that's, um, that's visually exciting. It's more about that interaction with the person that you find to be attractive. And that's what's so uh, great about the cam market. You're getting that human interaction between two people. And that's what a lot of fans really crave you know, as, hey, I'm getting the attention of somebody I find attractive and I get to talk with them. Um, Do you think affiliates understand that dynamic? Are you seeing affiliates finding ways to capitalize on that and and, and maybe use that to their advantage to drive sales?
1: LifeKimes really gives a very unique experience to users. And I think it is up to uh, affiliate uh, to use it in a very uh, right, correct way, because the product itself, Is great. I mean, everyone understands um, that this experience can't be found on tube websites, and that members can order their own shows, etc. So uh, affiliates have to find the uh, right approach to uh, sell our product, to advertise it the better way possible, and to show like the main advantages.
0: Yeah, and what's so when you're hearing from you talk to a lot of affiliates, and when you're when you're talking to them and you're hearing from them, what are some of the things? that are on their mind now, like here in 2021, what are some of the things you're hearing from affiliates? What are they concerned about? Or what are they looking to try to accomplish? What are they asking you guys about? Um, Give us a little insight into the kinds of things you're hearing from your affiliates.
1: The main thing on people's mind nowadays is of course, uh, they want more money. And I clearly understand this. I mean, who doesn't? And we at Bonacash uh, also uh, respect this idea a lot and the desire of our affiliates to earn as much as possible. And we're trying to give the opportunity. Uh, so that's why we are launching bonuses from time to time. For example, uh, in 2019, it was a hot mode bonus. In, uh, not long long time ago, it was also Revival's bonus, which is honestly my favorite ones because there was a very popular idea that webcams uh, who exist on the market a very long time are not attractive to users anymore and also there are uh, many uh, users of the internet who already have accounts at uh, webcam websites so for example people who are driving uh, us traffic on cpa basis they want to pay to get paid by conversions and we launched a special revivals bonus which is a uh, client return bonus, and we pay for the conversions when, for example, a member of uh, camps follows the link of a partner and logs in. We pay for this kind of conversion, and it's beneficial for both parties because uh, our partners don't waste traffic and that they refer that has already accounts at Bongo camps.
0: Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? So you're saying if somebody if a, a, a affiliate refers traffic to to Bongo camps and that person just simply logs in, you're saying that's considered a conversion?
1: We have uh, different types of programs. If we're talking about uh, sending users, we have CPA program and we pay per, for, per sign ups, And we have revenue share programs. So basically a person has to make purchases. But on CPA program, uh, we also have a bonus. And exactly as you said, if an old member returns on a website and logs uh, in, it means that we pay for this kind of conversion yes
0: okay so that's just understanding that the affiliate is helping remind somebody who maybe hadn't been on banga cams for a long time and they're helping remind that person and push them back to the platform and it's awarding the affiliate for simply helping engage in that activity okay that's great that that seems like and that's probably a pretty popular um a uh, bonus I would think affiliates probably like that
1: one. Oh yeah they do we actually uh, wanted to launch it as a temporary one but uh, everyone was so excited to receive this kind of bonus uh, earnings so we uh, this bonus will, will stay with us for a while
0: gotcha yeah that does sound like a good one now if somebody's really looking like they haven't earned a check yet they want to get that first check uh, what direction would you point them at so if, if you were giving advice to a, a new affiliate Saying, so here's where I would recommend, this is what I would recommend you go out and you do first. And if you engage in this activity for a while, you'll you'll work towards that first check. What would you advise that new affiliate to do?
1: Well, first of all, it depends if this person had uh, any experience in affiliate marketing at all. Because sometimes I, I receive requests like, um, teach me how to earn. Or what is traffic, which is my favorite? Or what what is conversion? And it really explains that this person doesn't have uh, an understanding of the whole industry or uh, affiliate marketing itself. So for the person person who haven't worked with any offers before, I would just suggest to uh, make some. To do some self-education, to go online, there are plenty of uh, sources of knowledge uh, like websites, uh, YouTube channels, uh, forums where people freely share their experience in affiliate marketing. So firstly, I would send this person directly to to learn some basis, uh, some terminology. Then, uh, of course, I would recommend to start with checking the trends. So basically, uh, w- uh, what is converting, what is not converting, it can also be found on forums uh, et cetera. So let's say webcams, VR, dating, smart links, then a partner has to choose the me- method of promotion. It can be social media, running white label, starting a tube website or CG website or media buying, model hunting. So there are different, plenty of uh, options. And of course, it would be awesome if a partner would try all of them. But uh, I believe it is also important to stay focused on what you do best and what you have better skills at.
0: And uh, those things you mentioned, various things like social media, tube sites, etc. Are you finding that there are any of these different channels that are more successful than the others in general, like are affiliates finding more success, say in social media or in maybe email, like building email lists and email marketing or, or building destination sites like tube sites. Are any of these ahead of the others? Would you say in terms of, of how successful they are in earning money for your affiliates?
1: Uh, well, we have uh, different cases. I I can remember some partners for making really big money with social media traffic. But of course, for adult for webcam offers, I would say tube websites are converting very well, and picture websites, story websites. So basically, the sources that contain uh, organic traffic, which has the best quality.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting because back in when I got started, a lot of these websites were the destination that have like pictures or videos or, so if you were an affiliate, you were trying to send traffic there, it feels like people who are building those destination sites are now the new affiliates in a way, right? Because they have something really valuable that now they can send that traffic out to um, campsites or dating or or whatever it is that they're trying to promote. So I've heard this a lot. I just wanna stress that to anybody who's listening. Uh, If you have the means to build a site that's attractive to people, that pulls in organic traffic, and then use that destination site, whatever you're offering, whether it's reviews or, um, or just interesting, compelling pictures or videos, and then you use that to push off to the affiliate program you're promoting, that seems like a pretty positive way to make money in adult. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, of course. I definitely agree. Uh, investing in your own project is a very good idea and organic traffic can convert for years for decades so it's really a way to go and also uh, I haven't mentioned media buying so far uh, it's a r- also a good idea for like starting as affiliate but of course you have to also require some skills of course and also some the tracking time uh, etc but uh, the point of ad networks and media buying is that you can find the sources with uh, good organic traffic if you don't have your own websites like many networks can contain the biggest tube websites with the best quality traffic uh, ever
0: yeah the, the, that actually is a good segue to my next question because i was going to ask you about buying ads and buying traffic and this i've heard um i've heard. You know that this is a difficult game for people uh, that the margins are very are small when you're buying traffic and then pushing it to an affiliate program, so you have to do it just right. You have to optimize things. It can take people a while um, you know to to figure out the right formula of what to buy and how to how to convert it um, but what's your thought on buying traffic if somebody has some money to spend and they were thinking about buying traffic? Uh, buying ads to send to Banga, for example, Um, where would you recommend, they give me some thoughts on where they might buy that traffic and and maybe just some general tips that you would give them to make sure that what they're doing is productive and they're not just spending more money than they're making.
1: First of all, the traffic must be relevant to the offer, must match the offer. So, for example, if we're talking about a webcam product, uh, traffic must be adult. Uh, so, mainstream traffic wouldn't work 100%. So, for promoting adult offers, there are like uh, special ad networks such as uh, Traffic Junkie, League, uh, Twin Red. I'm sure representatives of these ad networks will soon arrive at your show and share their experience from their point of view. So, a person uh, has to make sure that he's buying the most relevant traffic to the offer and also, uh, tracking uh, means a lot. So, our partners basically use uh, tracking solutions like um, volume, Adsbridge, etc., uh, because um, it's very important uh, to track your conversions and to exclude uh, the sources that are not converting uh, as soon as possible, because otherwise you're just risking to waste your budget on something that didn't convert into registrations or purchases or whatever the affiliate program is paying you for. So, uh, as for ad formats, um, it really depends on the offer traffic source countries. but I would say that um, pop unders are still have a leading role in the industry. One might say it uh, they are quite aggressive. well, yes, they are, but they still work very well for adult offers, also quite popular and uh, new uh, format is interstitial. Uh, It is very interactive. It's pop-up that appears between two pages of the content. And uh, as I noticed, not... All uh, ad networks are uh, selling it at the moment, Uh, and we have a wide range of uh, these uh, uh, Promo2 interstitials. So if anyone is interested, just uh, log into your account and try out. Um, Also, uh, a while ago, it was a boom of push traffic, if you remember that. It It was new and cheap, but now people are more neutral about push traffic and... Honestly, it's not my favorite one, Uh, but a good alternative to push traffic is in-page push notifications. Also, sometimes they're called social bar. And the popularity of this type of ads is obviously related to the popularity of mobile devices. So before adult was more focused on desktop traffic, but right now uh, it's like 50-50 or more people go to um, online uh, to adult websites from their phones.
0: Okay, well, let's let's dive into a few of these things. Uh, You mentioned push ads. Explain what that is people who don't know what
1: it is uh, well push traffic is uh when you go on a website and you see uh, on the uh, left upper corner the uh, that the website is asking you for permission to send you the notification and if you agree with it you can uh, receive the notifications on the device that you subscripted it for uh, so for example uh, if it's webcam push push you'll receive something like uh, most our partners use push that imitates message from the model like I'm here uh, Uh, log in and let's start the show something like this
0: yeah and and what um how many people accept that i always see when i see push notifications on websites or requests rather i always click decline and and so do you have a sense of what percentage of the population of people out there will accept push notifications on a website
1: it has quite good conversion rate, even though productivity is not very good. Uh, but uh, I agree with you. I also try to decline it, but sometimes make a mistake and agree and then continue receiving it until I find a way to remove these push uh, notifications from my my device. But yeah, it has quite good conversion rate. Though, um, I don't know, it depends on offer.
0: And, and pop-unders, you mentioned pop-unders as well. Um, obviously, we see that a lot on tube sites with pop-unders, but is that how effective is that today with some technologies trying to block pop unders and i mean are or are is, it, is it still how many people are actually seeing those is that it, is it, would you say would you put that as a really good source of traffic how would you rate that specifically just pop under ads so if i was going to go to a traffic network and buy ads and i wanted to buy pop unders um, what should i expect from that is that a really good source to start
1: well a good point about pop under is that, for example, if you're buying a banner, you're paying for uh, on CPM, let's, let's say, um, and there are, wouldn't be so many people who would click on these ads because of the uh, banner, banner bl- blindness. As for Papander, it has nothing to do with the banner blindness. It appears itself without person even realizing it. And then uh, probably when the person sees it in his steps, he will get interested in the offer. It is quite aggressive, but it gives the uh, person... Uh, to see the whole website, it's not just a very small ad, not a, sm- a very small push notification, which doesn't really give the whole information about what kind of offer you're promoting. The pop under shows uh, everything, and person can decide himself if he want to stay on this website or just close it.
0: Yeah, and, and you mentioned that it's considered aggressive. Are you, do you get complaints from people with with pop under ads? Is that something affiliates should expect that? That the recipients. So if I'm on a website and I get a pop under, um, you know, am I going to be mad at that? Or do you get do you get pushback from from fans or from from people out there that, that don't
1: like these pop unders? No, that's the point. It is considered to be aggressive, but I've never heard anything bad about pop unders from uh, like people who uh, receives them. Once I even talked about my friend, and he realized that we are buying traffic on one website. He's not from our company, and he realized that we're buying traffic on this website. And he said, "Ah, that's that's why I always see banner cams in the tab, but I never like open it." So he didn't even realize uh, that this was a pander. He thought that more probably he opened the tab long time ago and just forgot to close it.
0: And and with respect to that, do you put how long does it? Do you have any idea how long a cookie lasts? So some, let's say, somebody did click the website once and they looked, but then they went away. They never signed up or they never did anything. Um, As long as that person's not clearing their cookies, let's say now that person, the, the user comes back two weeks later and now they do sign up. They typed it in, they came back two weeks later. The original affiliate who, who exposed that person to the website, is there still a cookie there that's going to track back to that affiliate? Do they get credit or do you kind of have to make the sale um, on the same day that you're sending the traffic?
1: Oh Well, it depends on the product, but our cookies last for six months. So it's very, very comfortable, very long-lasting. And, yeah, as long as partner doesn't clean his cookies, the affiliate can be sure that this this um, member going to be his uh, when he decides finally to sign up for the offer.
0: Here's a question that you probably can't answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway, uh, but just to see if, if, if there is something you can say here, because I know uh, – affiliates would love to know. When you're looking at your, your your current affiliates, there's probably a few that stand out, right? That are just really good at what they're doing, making more money than most of the other affiliates. That's usually the case. There's a few, we call them whales back in the day. Um, the, the big affiliates just doing things right. Uh, they got a nice um, system on how they're sending traffic and converting, they're making a lot of money. Is there anything you can share? And I know you can't give away their secret sauce because uh, that, that would make those affiliates mad at you. Uh, But is there anything you can share from watching the most successful affiliates that you go, you know what, here are some good ideas that you can learn from these guys that you can pass on to affiliates who maybe are struggling a little more to get some traction?
1: I can give some tips what these whales are using and and what they are not using. And to start with, they never bet only on one program option. So uh, I'll remind that we have a CPA and revenue share for referring users and they... um, Drive traffic with both CPA and re- revenue share, like changing, switching from time to time or using uh, one program for one traffic source or uh, and another program for another traffic source. And I personally like this approach because uh, why CPA is good? Because it gives a fast income, which allows you to withdraw money uh, uh, quicker and to invest uh, more in a future promotion. And why revenue share is, is also a great deal because it is stable, because it's lifetime. And you receive percentage even if you in future stop sending traffic. So by combining these two programs, you can uh, have a very fast income for investing more and you can also have a lifetime deal. Moreover, what can I say about our uh, top affiliates? Organic traffic has still the best quality, so if a person has his own website, product that he wants to monetize, I would recommend to invest in this project. And how is it related to Bongo Cash? Well, if the website is well-made and if it's well-indexed and has traffic, our partner can place the most high-converting ads there and earn also by monetizing his uh, his, uh, project that he's working on, his website. And also, uh, white label can be a great option. Like uh, most of our big whales have white labels with us, and sometimes we even have uh, requests, incoming requests from other people, other affiliates. Like, I really like this website. Is it part of your affiliate program? Can I send traffic to this website? And we're explaining that this is just a white label of another partner, and if you want, you can also launch it with us. This situation really ha- happens, and sometimes both other affiliates don't realize that it's just bong camps because this website looks like unique. It's um, Uh, our partners can change favicon logo like um, this some color design and also of course uh, work on uh, search engine optimization
0: since you mentioned white labels uh, that's I'm a big fan of the white label approach because if you are sending traffic as you mentioned then somebody comes back later and they type it in they see the ad they come back later and they type it in if they're typing in a white label, uh, which is on a domain that you control, obviously that solves the problem of of making sure that the affiliate's getting credit if that person types it in later and then and then signs up. Um, so if I have um, you know, um, great And that's what I'm advertising, but it's just a banga cash white label. Uh, then later on, somebody never clicks the ad, but then later on, what was that site? Greatsexcams.com. They put it in now that affiliate it's tracking back to that affiliates effort. So that's a pretty big advantage. Is it difficult for affiliates to get their own white label if they want to, to do that? Is there a long process in order to get a white label or is it pretty quick? Can they just go to a, Uh, your website and and fill out a form and, and launch your white label. Can you talk a little bit about what it takes for an affiliate to get their own white label?
1: Well, it can take up to one, two days. So it's quite easy all our partners need is to, to add the white label in their account to buy this domain to send it to us and our tech team will make everything activated. Uh, also, we will install um, a SSL certificate to switch the domain to HTTPS, to like safe protocol so that people have um, more trust to the website. It is very important. And in like several days, this website can work and after the white label is activated, our partner can uh, can change the settings that he wants. Uh, he can add favicon, as I mentioned before, logo, um, change uh, color design, and also add meta information in 34 languages for almost any page on the website. And it makes the website unique and better for the robots. Okay,
0: and is, is the payouts, uh, the, the the various payout options, are they the same with a white label as they would be if I was just sending traffic straight to Bamake?
1: Uh, Yes, they are exactly the same.
0: Okay, so there's no different there. Um, Now, on the flip side, you probably worked with a lot of affiliates who just can't get any traction. You, You mentioned earlier that one of the things on affiliates mind is they want to make more money. And there's probably some people who are just spinning their wheels because they're making a lot of common mistakes. Um, Maybe you see these things and you want to like hit your head on the desk because it's like, man, you guys, I keep telling you guys not to do this. And they're wasting their time on things that are uh, common mistakes. So share your thoughts on what are some common mistakes that affiliates make that lead to poor results for them?
1: Oh Well, mistakes can be very simple. And if I can say so naive, Uh, for example, um, affiliate has placed the ad on a website and says that it doesn't bring him like uh, any clicks to this ad. And then I go to the website and check and I see that the website is very dark and the ad is kind of um, black. So it means that it's just not noticeable on a website. It is, uh, it's a very simple mistake, but it's so common. So really, the ad must be visible on a website. Actually, we very randomly receive requests like something is not converting from experienced marketers. Usually, it's uh, beginners who say that uh, they have very poor results, and sometimes they come from mainstream, so they want to try adult. Uh, but that's not what they started with and the the bad point of that is that they are trying to apply um, mainstream mechanism and rules to adult offers, but this is absolutely different. For example, if we take also social media, it's kind of complicated to promote uh, adult offers in social media That uh, while mainstream is absolutely easy and yeah, easy peasy. And some people who just start their journey in media buying think that they can launch run of network campaigns if we're talking about media buying, but then they realize that it's not performing very well. Well, uh, very well and their tests failed. Of course, uh in the beginning, they start blaming the offer. While it doesn't really work this way, traffic differs in quality, so it's important to track which sources are, not, are converting for you, which are not, and to exclude them as soon as possible, no, 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 not to waste the money.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting. The, the social media is definitely an issue because, uh, you know, adult, we have that problem. A lot of people want to use mainstream services and mainstream platforms and push adult products, and it makes sense because there's there's just so many people on some of these platforms. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of them really do prohibit adult. It's easy to get in trouble that way. Do you see a lot of affiliates getting kicked off of platforms because they didn't know the rules? Maybe they're trying to you know, post on Facebook or, or, or maybe a social media platform that doesn't allow it. Um, is that, does that happen commonly?
1: Well, most of all, um, it happens with Facebook, exactly uh, with people who came from mainstream to adult offers. Yes, basically Facebook and also Twitter started behaving quite weirdly if we're talking about adults. But uh, generally, if a person has a good experience in social media, he must know some tips how to avoid this situation and how to promote uh, adult offers because we really have big partners who uh, managed to promote our offer in uh, many social media in different kind of
0: yeah you just you just dropped that twitter's behaving strangely lately what did, what did you mean by that what are what are you seeing from twitter
1: like giving some giving some strikes to accounts which uh, kind of happened before but nowadays i just see it most of all i think it happened to adult models
0: Do you know what they're doing that's like is there anything that they're doing that's causing it or does there seem to be no rhyme or reason to it have you have you guys been able to to figure out any patterns and i ask so that somebody who's maybe worried about their social media accounts and don't don't want to make a mistake uh, c- can avoid you know getting getting those strikes from from Twitter.
1: Oh uh, no, we didn't uh, we didn't dive into this topic actually. No, I can't unfortunately give any recommendations.
0: Okay, yeah, it's a developing area. It's an area of a lot of concern, and I know more so with models because they they spend a lot of time building up their social media accounts and to you know maybe risk losing it and being cut off from a very large number of fans. Uh, after you know months or potentially years of work, it's a it's a kind of a scary proposition. So, just wanted to see if you had any insight there as to what uh, was causing that. Um, We heard a lot about that about a month or so ago and maybe it's dying down a little but yeah there's definitely concern where where twitter's involved um now with affiliates and and what we we used to call them webmasters back in the day because you know they were building websites and uh, and then of course sending traffic from these websites to to various programs most of them tended to have a certain level of technical competence uh you know the ability to build websites the landscape's very different now because there's, you know, people rely on services that build stuff for them. Uh, maybe people don't really know HTML or, 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 or some of the more technical aspects of running a website as well as they used to. How technical would you say most affiliates are these days? Are they, do they have pretty good uh, skills with websites or are most of them really at, at a very um, elementary level of, of technical knowledge?
1: Oh, well I would say it's uh, it's about 50/50 so some people are really really good in pro- program programming uh, in developing websites in coding but some people who also are running websites, um, their uh, level is quite elementary, but uh, that's why they're using the help of uh, freelancers or just people they know, like programmers who have better skills in this and who can support, while people can focus more on their marketing, on development of their project and so on. Okay.
0: And that's and that, that the reason why I'm setting that up and asking this is there's a lot of models who who maybe, uh, I wonder who are affiliates as well. So, um, and if you have a model who's also an affiliate, uh, does it pay for them to work with a webmaster or, or a technical person? Or do you think models can just sort of be, you know the uh, the Camstar and the uh, the affiliate and everything all by themselves. Do they not really not need a, a webmaster or, or or do these team ups sort of have any, any value for models?
1: Good question. Um, I see a lot of actually requests on the internet, like when models are looking for webmasters to promote their chat room, to have like a non-stop traffic to their chat rooms, and I believe it's a very good collaboration, very mutual for both parties. But if a model uh, fails to find the webmaster to provide her with traffic, I believe you, you discussed it a, a bit with uh, Thomas in your first podcast that there are services like Diva Traffic. Where models can buy traffic to their chat rooms without like spending too much time on it, or doesn't require any uh, skills from models. But also, affiliate marketing is not that difficult. I mean, it's not uh, something that can be uh, studied in the university. We all came from yeah, we all came well, like with different educational background. And for example. I didn't study adult affiliate marketing in school or university, so I believe everyone can learn to do that. And if models spend some time um, like figuring out how traffic works and what traffic sources are converting better, they can become very successful affiliates. I have some examples in mind. One uh, model who is my affiliate, she's successfully driving traffic from ad networks. And she also like, spends a lot of time optimization and she earns uh, with both broadcasting and also on CPA basis. As you know, uh, models also have uh, revenue share links in their accounts. But uh, on models' site, we don't provide the option of CPA earnings only on Bangladesh site. So she's earning both as a model, as an affiliate. And so uh, media buying for models is a way to go. Uh, of course, uh, requires some knowledge of this process. But uh, the easiest way for the model would be, I guess, social media because they spend a lot of time to develop their accounts, as you mentioned before. And also OnlyFans, ManyVids, like uh, all these new platforms where they can also drive traffic from to their chat rooms or profiles or just directly to the website. And models as well have their own websites, some of them. So just placing an ad on their website can be a way to go. So yeah, there are many ways how model can be an affiliate and it's absolutely possible and we have examples so yeah i hope it this can be useful for models who are listening to this podcast and you will decide to give it a shot
0: yeah and if, and if there is a model who's interested in doing i mean just to, to make it real simple if, if if a model could start by simply going to uh um, Banga Cash, you sign up for an account there you you collect the your referral links now mm-hmm. if they're back in let's say Twitter, and they're promoting a show they're going to do on Bunga Cams, they use their affiliate link to push people over to their cam room. Right, and then at that point, anybody who's coming in through social media through their affiliate link, they're getting credit that way uh, for for as an affiliate for sending the traffic over to BungaCams, and then of course that's more people at their show that they can convert as a model and earn er, earnings as a model. Do I ha- is that about right, or is there anything I'm leaving out there?
1: Yeah, no, yes, absolutely correct. Yes, and we have special land- landings on BungaCash so that uh, models can drive traffic directly to their chat rooms. And affiliates can also send traffic to special models. So these conversions will be tracked and uh, uh, will be fired and in your statistics.
0: Okay, and then just to to push that further, if a a model has a certain amount of attention on social media already built in, uh, so when they announce they're going to do a show, you know, there's a certain amount of people that come over to the room. But if they want to have even higher numbers of people in their room, the way for them to do that is now they've got their Bonga Cash account. They can go out to traffic networks like like Diva Traffic or, 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 or Traffic Junkie, I don't know, or wherever they can buy traffic and use their links to push people into their room from there. So now they have to spend a little to get that traffic into their room. But when they do the show and they run their ads right, they're going to have way more people in their room and then not. Only will they earn any affiliate commissions, uh, but they can also monetize those additional people through their shows. Also correct?
1: Yes, exactly. Everything correct.
0: Okay, great, uh, awesome. And now I like to to close things off by asking everybody to kind of think about where they see things going into the future. Where uh, we're, we're t- you know we got two months down in twenty twenty one already, which just feels crazy, that it, that it just felt like it was the new year uh, yesterday, and, and, and we're two months down. Um, so as you look at 2021, it's unfolding, and we have um, over here in the U.S., it's all talk about vaccines. I don't know if the, if you're hearing a lot of that where, where you're at, um, but that's everybody's excited about vaccines and, and maybe getting back to some amount of normalcy, which fingers crossed that that's going to work out. Um, You know, so hopefully we'll be hopefully live events are going to start happening again from the summer and forward. Um, If you look look at the industry in this year, how do you see trends unfolding? Do you have any predictions, any crystal ball moments that you want to look in your crystal ball and say, hey, I think this is going to happen as we um, as we uh, as 2021 unfolds?
1: Oh, well, first of all, uh, we are all waiting for COVID and lockdowns to be over and for life to get back to normal. Tricks, trade shows are really a big part of the industry. I bet we all understand how important is it to meet uh, with your key uh, partners in person, exchange some ideas. And best deals for me so far were the ones that were made with ha- having a glass of wine in a bar next to a partner on a trade show. So, yeah, uh, I guess when lockdowns going to be over and all borders opened, I hope everyone will join um, summits and conferences immediately. So I'm expecting a boom of this. And also in 2021, I'm expecting a further growth of Adult affiliate marketing. The point is that in 2020, during pandemic, adult has turned out to be one of the most stable and profitable industry. And I remember first months of the lockdown, we were receiving a enormous, like impressive amount of requests from new partners and also from old partners who probably heard by the word of mouth that adult is converting like crazy at the moment, and they decided to like the ones who registered like several years ago or like five or seven, year, seven years ago. So they decided to finally give adult a shot. And so I'm expecting to have to more affiliate to be in, uh, even more interested in adult. And as particularly, as particularly webcom, I'm also full of hopes. Now people of different ages uh, are dealing well with technology. They learned how to use Zoom, even like old people. So it's very also very useful for webcom. Gives a development,
0: yeah. People are more friendly with webcams than ever before, that's that's for sure. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of live events, as we look ahead to, to uh, 2021 towards you know, as the year unfolds, we have high hopes for running the Not Cam Awards again. We, we, we didn't do it in 2020 because, uh, quite honestly, it's a big, in person, glamorous event, and we didn't want to like. You know the online um, uh, you know show for for models. We we wanted to skip it if possible and keep the full event in effect. Um, it's just kind of an experience, an in person experience with that particular award show that we we didn't want to lose. Um, so we're we have high hopes that that's going to happen again. So Lexi, I'm hoping that you know you talk to the people you need to talk to over there at, at Banga and say, hey, you need to send me out to Hollywood. Uh, later on in the year for the Why Not Cam Awards because it's a really great time and it, and this year if we do if we're everything goes successful there's no um, unexpected turns with the with the virus and the pandemic and we're able to do live events as we expect we'll be able to do in the fall. Um, it's going to be a really special time because everybody's going to be back together after a, an absence. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, so talk to whoever you need to come out to Hollywood and uh, you'll have a great time. It's a wonderful show, um, big red carpet event and um, big stage at this venue. It's a wonderful uh, venue uh, right in the heart of Hollywood, right at Hollywood and Vine. So it's a really exciting time. So will you talk to who you need to talk to over there and say, Hey, you need to send me?
1: Sure. Sure. Awesome. Awesome idea. And, definitely definitely gonna gonna say and really excited i really hope that we will join you at this show and thank thanks a lot for inviting us
0: no no problem when we we'll be thrilled to see you guys again um can't wait to to see everybody in in person so thank you uh lexi so much for talking with us today we appreciate your insight and i know it's it's later for you so thank you for uh for staying up here uh on, online and, and talking business with us when you probably want to uh you know, uh, go relax. But uh, we appreciate your insight very much and thank you for being on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for inviting.